0: He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I am your host, Joe Altman. Happy Independence Day. You know, we've we uh, I was I was I was telling uh, Apollo I was like, listen, I'm not sure I want to I want to go w- w- if we should go on Independence Day. Everybody's going to be out and about, and so I was like, okay, so I'll just ask the question. So I asked the question on one of the social channels, and they're like, I'm off work. Like, I miss your podcast. I got to go back and listen to it. You better go and have a show today. So we decided we'd talk about the meaning of the Fourth of July. Now, that's not without... So Mr. Producer gets to join me a little bit for this. That's not without us realizing that that there aren't a lot of things going on right now that are curtailing our freedoms. There are a ton of things right now that they are doing to try and take away your basic rights. Your, your, I call them natural law. Your natural rights. God's rights. They want to take those things away. And... The left literally is, some of the stuff that I saw on CNN and MSNBC, so I go over there just to get a little bit of crazy. So I don't have a lot of crazy in my life, so I figured, eh, let's just go hang out with the crazies and see what crazy looks like. And so as I'm watching crazy happen right before my eyes, they say some stuff that makes me go, how? How in the world could you even see things that way? From the entertainment class, you know, the, the people that are completely disconnected and doing drugs and, and uh, in, in engaging in pedophilia and all the things that, they ha- that happens, the, the Satanism that happens in, in Hollywood. Them saying that they're ashamed to be American and they're moving out of the country. I say we give all of you a free pass out of the country. I think, I think, it's, a, I think it's a grand idea. Now, I don't know if you saw this, Mr. Producer. But I'm going to put, I I want you guys to see something that will literally, if it doesn't shake you, it shook me. It shook me because it shows you just how disconnected, completely disconnected, these people are from reality. They actually see that somewhere along the line that that, that your freedoms are being lost because of conservatives. When I saw this... I went. This this can't be true. And Mr. Producer, I put it inside of Signal, and I just sent it to you. This is Gavin Newsom. So Gavin Newsom is recruiting people to move to California from Florida. <laughs> I I actually am I'm still I'm I'm still trying to figure out how Gavin Newsom. So we're gonna have a little bit of fun with this. <laughs> this is Gavin Newsom telling you that. He's a good guy, and that on this Independence Day, you you need to move to California. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and play it. It's Independence Day, so let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom is under attack in your state. Republican leaders, they're banning books, making it harder to vote, restricting speech in classrooms, even criminalizing women and doctors. I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight or join us in California, where we still believe in freedom, freedom of speech, freedom to choose, freedom from hate, and the freedom to love. Don't let them take your freedom.
1: Paid for by Newsom for California Governor 2022. <laughs> oh, you see this guy? See this oh, you guy? see this
0: guy? Number
1: one bullshit guy.
0: I mean, please what? help me. What? Please help me. This guy stands for Freedom. This is the this is the free governor and Republicans are taking away your right. Republicans are taking away your right to kill babies. Well you shouldn't be killing babies anyway. So is it really taking away your right or is it actually just teaching you what the morals and ethical line should should be? What's God's law? Don't kill babies. It's really simple. But if it couldn't get any crazier than that, um. <laughs> 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 All right, I, I don't even know if I should share this, but I'm going to share it anyway, because I actually think... A friend of mine sent this to me, and I was like, you know, I, I think we should talk about Kamala on Independence Day. Now, for those of you that don't know, Kamala Harris kept people in prison in California, black men in prison in California because they had a labor shortage of making license plates and doing things for the state at 16 cents an hour. So they had release dates, and she would keep them in there for months, if not years longer. It doesn't sound like slavery to me. So, Mr. Producer, I I went ahead and sent you this picture that is uh, Kamala Harris. This is a meme, so we're gonna share it. It is funny. And we're going to have a little bit of fun on Fourth of July because if I have to show up and and uh, you know stop eating burgers and and hanging out with family, you get to put up with with me a little bit. So go ahead and put it up if you would. You see it? <laughs> <laughs> if your July Fourth barbecue, don't give me the fat Elvis meat sweats like Kamala. I'm not even interested. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, I had to put that up. You guys get mad at me. Uh, I. That's fine. Be mad at me. But I want to talk about the meaning of the 4th of July. Like, what is the meaning of the 4th of July? So, Mr. Producer, we're going to take a couple phone calls. So you can call Sounds in good. 888-441-1121, right? 888-441-1121. Uh, give us a call, and let's talk about this. Um. I want to know what the meaning is of the 4th of July to you. What is the 4th of July? What does it mean to you? What does it mean for us to be independent? What does it mean for us to have freedom? And I'm, I'm even curious to see if you think, even if you're a, a lefty, if you think that you are more free under this current regime, what's happened to us over the last two years, than you were the previous 20 years. I want, I want to know if you think that the liberal world order, is appropriate. Do we have that, Mr. Producer?
1: Yeah, I can find that. Give me 30 seconds.
0: Yeah, we should put that up. So this is the direct spokesperson for the White House, and we showed this last Wednesday or Thursday, who stood up and said that people have to suffer. You have to suffer. You have to suffer in order for them to be able to usher in their liberal world order. And that's just how things are going to be in the liberal world, world order. I don't, I don't think of anything any more disgusting than actually punishing and hurting the most vulnerable among us. It really is. Do you have that, Mr. Producer? Okay. So give us a call. I want to show you, um, I, I want uh, to, you know, I was, I was looking for this tweet that I saw last night, and the tweet b- said, you got it? Okay, let's go ahead and play it real quick.
3: Uh, they said that this could be a long ye- a war measured in years, and I think everybody understands why this is happening, but is it sustainable? What do you say to those families who say, listen, we can't afford to pay 4.85 85 a gallon for months, if not
1: years. This is just not sustainable. Well, what you heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm.
0: Liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. Well, while the radical left is walking around blaming conservatives, I have to ask you this simple question. I'm going to be Captain Obvious now, put on Captain Obvious hat. Um, Where are the conservatives? Because they're blaming conservatives. They're saying that everything right now is in in turmoil because of conservatives. Where are the conservatives in Chicago? Where are the conservatives in East LA? Where are the conservatives in um, New York City? Where are the conservatives? I mean, we could play a game of, like, where's Waldo? All of the conservatives. And most of those conservatives that are there, they don't speak up, they don't say anything, they're not involved in politics... Yeah, give me one second, Mister Producer. They're they're not involved in politics. They're 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 just there, living their lives, being an example to people around them. And many times, these conservatives are the ones that are actually working and supporting things like soup kitchens and things that relate to the most the poorest among us. Um, just so you know, poor uh, conservatives give at a rate of five x that of non-conservatives, liberals, five x, five times. They're five hundred times. They they support things at a five x ratio. So, you know, it's like. Eighty-five percent of all donations that come in to affect the poor come from conservatives, and you say, oh, "I can't be." No, yeah, it's because the liberals are too busy handing money over to kill babies. Um, who do we have on? Who do we have on right now? We have Matt from Arizona. All right, let's bring Matt up. Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, Joe, how are you doing, man? Good, good. Thanks for uh, calling in.
3: Uh, I just want to thank you for everything that you do. I listen to you almost every day.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, I'm like a fungus. I just keep growing on you.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I love what you're doing in Colorado. I've been watching that real close. You know, I did my time in the service back in the 70s. I did it for a principal. And I saw this uh, Marine vet, 100 years old, the other day. Oh, my gosh. Break down and cry me. You know, I escaped California two years ago. When I came to Prescott. People here are nice. We're all like-minded pretty much. There's a little bit of infiltration going on, but I like to be able to say what I got to say and do what I got to do and believe in what I believe in and pray to my God that I want to pray to freely without anybody telling me otherwise make my health choices and uh, know where my tax money is going and believe in my government is uh, doing what they're supposed to under the Constitution yeah that's not happening right now
0: no it's it's completely corrupted by evil
3: independent
0: I think that's a wake-up call don't you Matt I mean I think it's a wake-up call to all of us that we have to step in the gap
3: Absolutely. Uh, I aired uh, when I first, right after the election, I guess when Scott McKay went uh, nuclear on that November 12th, right after the election, that's when I got involved. I said, you know what, this is bigger than, than, than I thought it was. And so I started getting involved, especially with the Republican Party here in, here in Prescott. And uh, then I was asked to uh, run for a special tax district that I didn't even know about. Nobody sees it. It's not transparent. So we're waiting for a general election to see where it goes. We're going to change the things we do in healthcare in this area.
0: Yeah. So we're going
3: to stand up and fill the gaps somewhere. It's it doesn't have to be a glorious position. You just got to get off the couch, and you got to do your part for the for this country. Otherwise, we're going to lose it.
0: You know, it's 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 interesting to me that that uh, we've turned it, we've turned the entire country on our head, and there's been multiple people all over history for the last thirty forty years that have warned us about this. I mean, President Reagan warned us about this, and I think he was the last president that I think was probably elected, not selected, other than President Trump, and it was like an oopsie when President Trump was elected. But but but, but as you, I don't as think you, that was an oopsie. <laughs> well, no. No, I think that, I mean, if you want to know my opinion, if we're looking at the theory, I think they wanted to, they thought that he was going to be a train wreck and couldn't get anything done and was just going to fall in in line because of just the immensity, the immense pressure of being the world leader. Um, and it didn't happen. He stepped right into it. And he was like, oh, I'm going to fix this and fix this and move this cheese and over here. And hey, why do you do this? This is stupid. Let's not do this. And, and he just walked around like the Energizer Bunny, just knocking holes in, in the, the radical agenda that, by the way, I think was just hidden, just below the surface.
3: Yeah, uh, you cracked me up with that Newsome thing, man. It was just like, uh, I sat here with my mouth open. I can't <laughs> believe that's happening. What world that's is that guy that. living in? uh yeah why are people so blind i mean you know we drive i drive down i see the election signs for for the rhinos and it's a big sign and i'm going how many people are going to vote for this guy just because of the sign
0: yeah well i mean we we are we, we saw more people vote in the recall election than than voted for in the pro in the normalized election and we know that the machines that they use in, in California are the same ones they use across the country. Right? They have Smartmatic as well. Obviously, that's the one that took Venezuela to the place of absolute demise. But and by the way, a weak population is one that you can control and enslave. And I think that's what they look to do. Um, but exactly, and
3: that's why I left.
0: But I think that there's a lot of people behind that that communist line. I think there's a lot of people that are still fighting in California. And I think that one of the things that we should be able to do is unify those people. And I think that's the thing that scares them the most, is that if we unify behind their lines, there's not a whole lot they can do about it. I think that there are tens... I think there's at least 10 million people in California still. How many people are in California? Like 35 million, I think. But I think think a good 10 million... Yeah, yeah. So so, so I'm many gonna...
3: have moved out Joe so many of my people moved out and I still have people behind the lines there and they're trapped. They can't move. I can't help them move because of the laws, the regulations uh, revolving around tested the agreements and, and taxes and proposition 13 uh, it's terrible.
0: Well I want to play this uh, I want to play this video. Um, you said 30 is 39 minutes 39 million people in California 39 million people, okay, all right So I want to play this video and then I want to get your thoughts on this This is the vet, the 100 year old vet Um, this is the interview, so I want to play this Uh, uh short clip and then i I want to get your thoughts on it, Matt, so stay with us
2: All right I don't know, I've, I've lived a good life
0: <laughs> Can't hear it
2: I've had a, a lot, a lot of happiness Happiness
0: well, Let's My back it up, Mr. Producer, I can't I hear it.
2: I it Everything was beautiful every day if i went into my church and didn't say everything so, was beautiful take
0: it all the way back sick. again sorry guys
2: i don't know i've, I've lived a good life I mean, i've had a, a lot a lot of happiness happiness smiling telling everybody that everything was beautiful every day if i went into my church and didn't say everything was beautiful then they turn was it up mrreer and I, and i'm not that way i mean i'm a uh, I, I sincerely believe in this old world that everything is beautiful. I mean, if I see, if I wake up in the morning and see these plants out here and, these, and all those flowers that are in there and the green grass on the on the ground, that's beautiful. And people don't realize what they have. They bitch about it. And then nowadays... I am so upset that the things we did and the things we fought for and the boys that died for it, it's all gone down the drain. Our country's gone to hell in a handbasket. We haven't got the country we had when I was raised, not at all. Nobody will have the fun I had. Nobody will have the opportunity I had. It's just not the same. And that's not what I was. That's not what they died for. I just. It's just, just not it, no, I'm so sorry. I'll be all right. It Just takes me time to get over it. I just. I, 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 why, why me? See, sitting here like this, see, all this going on. Listen, it's just, Emily, it's just, just not. It's just not the same. <laughs> that isn't what we fought for. Oh well. I should be worried about it. I guess I'm hundred years old. They say. Be I'm not, I, I worry about it. Uh, yes, I worry. That about. will be my side. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, okay. You, you, know, you just remember everything's beautiful. And, it, and live every day to the fullest. Just, just enjoy everything you possibly can.
0: um, I want to give a shout-out to one of our other sponsors, too. That's Axos Bank. Um, I'm excited to have found this bank, and I've done a lot of research on this bank, and um, I'm supposed to have another conversation with them tomorrow because I'm I'm really interested in how they uh, are going to protect people. I'm really interested in protecting people and their ability to protect their money. I'm not sure that the banking system related to the bigger banks would ever do that. It's one of the reasons why I've never been a part of any big banks. I, I gave that up nearly 20 years ago. Um, but I found this bank, Access Bank. They opened on Independence Day, 2000. They're not a crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American tradition. Let's take a look at the reward checking account where you can earn the highest interest rate, and it's a big one. Listeners can also get a, a $150 bonus if you open one by July 31st. Big rewards from a bank that believes in freedom to do business without compromising our values. Um, if you go to accessbank.com/daily for full details, that's a x o s bank.com/daily. And for that cash bonus, all you need is a $1,500 direct deposit within the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Uh, so Access Bank is federally insured. Remember FDIC in there for us, all of us, daily. Go check them out. Hey, Matt, what did you think of that? When you look
3: into that man's eyes, you realize what he says is true. I have a neighbor right around the corner that I met when I moved here. His name's Milton. He's 103 years old. Iwo Jima vet. And he's, he's got clarity and remembers everything. And I told him he's going to be my mentor. He's my mentor. That's just the way it is. I'm only 63, so I got some time to go. But I want to see this country get on the right track. For the sake of these individuals who gave their lives... They gave up their wealth, they gave up their freedoms, so that these people can go out here and do what? What they're doing? It's sickening. It I wear sickening. my colors proudly here in Prescott. I, I associate with all our veterans every Friday morning. I'm thankful for my service and I don't I don't even feel, it's hard to feel, I mean, this man brings tears to my eyes. And I appreciate people like you, and all the others, and people like Tina Peters. You know, that's guts. Stand up for what's right in this country. Like I said before, we won't have a country. Now that's about all I got to say.
0: We're on the we're on the cusp. Matt, I just want to thank you for calling in. By the way, my, my wife went to school in Prescott. Most people don't know where Prescott is. Um, but uh, that's where uh, Embry-Riddle is. And she my, my wife went to school at Embry-Riddle for aeronautical engineering. Yeah, so.
3: it's the Embry-Riddle right out my uh, kitchen window right now. It's, uh, it's a beautiful place. And, you know, you ever stop in,
0: <laughs> hook us up. Absolutely. Matt, God bless you. And thank you for your service.
3: God bless you too, Joe, and the whole staff there. Happy Independence
0: Day. Happy Independence Day. Matt from Arizona. You know, I uh, I wasn't prepared for the the immense emotion that you feel when you watch the video of the guy that's 100 years old. He's a World War II vet. I wasn't prepared for it. And when he talks about the sacrifice of those boys, because he, in his mind, still thinks back to the guy that was standing next to him that lost their life. You know, all these guys that are in the BLM that walk around saying, I didn't get enough, we need equity, and they're destroying our nation, perverting it. They, they've never sacrificed anything in their lives. And, and I think that's the key. I don't think leaders should be able to lead without sacrifice. Let me think about that for a minute. When President Trump came into office in 2017, when he came into office, he made a couple commitments. He wanted to make sure that there was a sacrifice given. It wasn't just leading. He wanted people to understand that there was a sacrifice that he was willing to make so that all of the motives and the things that he was going to do would be the barometers that he used was not his own, like, how do I make more money, that's not what it was about at all. It was about how do, I in, how do I make the lives of those around me better? How do I leave a legacy that allows us to hand back power to the people? Now, you haven't heard people talk like that since President Reagan. You haven't seen, and if you want to go back on the Democrat side, there was another person that talked that way. I believe he was the first one that was ever red-pilled. And that was Kennedy. And he was assassinated. And if you've ever read the life of Kennedy, it's, it's a fascinating life. And yeah, he's not a perfect man. I'm sure that he had more than his few flaws. But he started, you know, days before he was actually um, assassinated in Texas, in Dallas, um, he was talking about this underpinning that he knew was there, but he had no idea. He was, he was just warning people of the significance of it. And then he was killed. And if you've ever worn the, uh, the read the Warren Report it becomes very obvious that that the the shooters weren't one. There were three. (laughs) matter of fact, the Warren Warren Commission report literally states in there the likelihood of being able to be pulled off by one shooter with the accuracy that that shooter had on a bolt rifle. It's nearly impossible. It's it's nearly impossible in today's era, let alone back there. And I'm not not saying that they didn't have good sharpshooters back then. But, you know, we have better scopes now. I mean, there's, just a, there's a lot of things that we have that they did not have then with the vehicle moving. So we know he was assassinated for speaking truth. And we fast forward into President Reagan's era. And President Reagan, remember, he was shot. He, there was an attempted uh, assassination of President Reagan by Hinckley. Now, I find it very interesting that all of the radical leftists that are in jail... Or have been put in jail. All of those people are getting let out now. Did you, did, did you realize that?
1: Yeah, some of them just in the last couple of weeks.
0: They're letting out the radicals that have spent 20, 30, 40 years in prison. They let Hinckley out. You don't think he was a, that, that he was a part of this radical leftist agenda? And they're, and they're trying to paint these people as victims. While they victimize the American people. When we talk about Independence Day, Independence Day is about how do we preserve the ethos, the culture of our nation, the spirit of our nation. Because remember, if if we don't preserve it, then we have made every man, woman, child, per se, meaning World Trade Center, we've made all of them slaves to the process for the radical left. We've made all of them victims of the evil that is seemingly trying to consume our nation and the world. These people have built a fraternity that allows for them to get away with things that, frankly, nobody should ever get away with. And they threaten they threaten things that, that frankly, I, I find appalling. So feel free to call in, 888-441-1121, and tell me what Independence Day means to you. Mr. Producer, we, we've got a couple of other things that, that I want to put up. Um, I, I, didn't, I couldn't get into the, the uh, um, drive, so I don't know if you put it there, but I, I saw some of the other things that you put up. But I want to put up this Ronald Reagan image. And this is what President Reagan said on Independence Day. And it says, let the 4th of July always be a reminder that here in this land, for the first time, it was decided that man is born with certain God-given rights. The government is only a convenience created and managed by the people with no powers of its own except those voluntarily granted to by it by the people. We sometimes forget that great truth, and we never should. So that's what President, President Reagan said about Independence Day. If you go back even further to um, Stuart, oh, excuse me, to Thomas Paine, those who, accept, who expect to reap the blessings of freedom must, like men, undergo the fatigue of supporting it. How many of you feel fat- fatigue right now? How many of you feel fatigue? I can tell you, from time to time, I feel fatigue. You know, the last week uh, I was prepared. Like people called me and said, "Joe, they're they're about to do hit pieces on you in the Washington Post." the the, uh, um, what's it called, Vice, New York Times, they're going to attack you for your stand on the fact that the election, the primary, was stolen in Colorado. And they think it's all over, by the way. It's not over. See, now we're organizing to go against Jenna Griswold, that piece of trash traitor, Secretary of State, which, by the way, they went after that. There's a reason why Soros went and paid for all of these different things. Um, what, 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 are you, what, are we, what are we putting up now?
1: I was just putting up what you said for the video listeners real quick.
0: Okay. So, I, you know, as, as we, as we walk down this path and we start looking at where we are as a nation, it's easy to become fatigued. I, I thought for sure that when all these came out, I was like, oh, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get fatigued. I'm going to have to take a deep breath and step away. No, I didn't. I was, I was encouraged by Tucker Carlson coming out and talking about Sharona Bishop and Tina Peters I was encouraged by some of the people that are talking about the election integrity. I was encouraged about by groups standing up and saying, we need to get with the, the, the story, or excuse me, the principles of the doctrine of the lesser magistrates. I was encouraged by the people that have decided that we're done. No more machines and no more mail in ballots. And you guys can just go fly a kite. See, it's of the people, for the people, by the people, by the people. But these people aren't our people. These people are those ones running around talking about how this country is an embarrassment. No, you don't understand history. There's no embarrassment in the United States. None. None. The embarrassment is the fact that you try to rewrite history. The embarrassment is what the liberals have done to the most vulnerable among us. I, I challenge any liberal, any liberal, to have a debate with me. Any. I want the smartest liberal you can find out there to have a debate with me. The smartest. And then we will have a discussion based on symptoms and problems. Like, what are the symptoms? What are the problems? I mean, it's it's hard to say that you stand for minorities when you create an education system that is so broken that nearly 80% of the kids that get out of school in those inner-city environments that are run by liberals, they can't read or write or have any proficiency in anything where the dropout, dropout ratio uh, approaches 90% in some school districts. And their answer to that is, let's shut it down. Let's shut down the schools. Let's shut down those poor-performing poor schools. It's their fault. It's, it has nothing to do with the curriculum. It has nothing to do with the poison that they put inside the well in order to hurt these children. No, it has nothing to do with that. We could go any further and talk about the, the health care system in those environments. We could talk about the experiments they've done on children, black children in particular, in the inner cities. We can talk about the fact that they don't have a voice. Many times it goes from school to prison pipeline, where they strip them of their ability to have trade schools inside of those environments. Yep, no. Is there a plumbing school? Is there an electrician school? Is there, is there any sort of trade mechanics or any of those things there? No, because about 25 years ago, they decided they were going to strip most school districts across the country of the ability to have those trades. They're just not there. But that only represents a, a, a small part of the issue that we're talking about. Let's talk about um, how people in the inner city are, are treated related to food stamp programs and put into Section 8 housing and not given equal opportunity. Because they're, they're needed in that place. They're needed as a part of this, this way that they can generate revenue. You know, the, 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 there's a couple of things that I actually agree with with some advocates that are out there on the school to prison pipeline. It's true, it exists. I've seen it. I had a a young man that is, he's my brother. I love him more than anything in the world. And I played football with him for the last nearly decade. And in playing football in the last decade, I saw a, a post, and we've talked about this before, a post on Facebook that said, hey, pray for me. My family's going through a hard time. So I, call, I immediately I called him. I said, bro, what's going on? And he talked about how he got he lost his job because someone in his family had asked him to send a... A package through the mail, and it had two and a half, two ounces of marijuana concentrate. I don't know what that means, but concentrate stuff. And he sent it to a different state, so he lost his job. He was fired, and he told me the story. And a couple days later, after losing his job, somebody they show up and they issue him a summons for illegally selling drugs, basically, and that's transporting drugs. He just dropped the package off. And and frankly, I walked through the entire process with him. I had to go meet with the DA. I had to go meet with, and I'm like, "There's no way in the world I'm going to let the, the, him, them send him to jail." And then the first thing that they wanted to do, the first like, uh, uh, what was it called? Meeting that we had with the ADA, it's not two years. <laughs> That's their answer. It's like, how, how do we get someone back in the system? How do we ruin their life? And I, I happened to let it go in that in that meeting. I was like, "You're doing this because he's black." That's why you're doing this. You racist. I was pissed. So much so, she threatened to kick me out. He had to calm me down. Because I couldn't see any sensibility to the fact of taking a a good man and throwing him to the wolves. Ruining him. I mean, where where is he going with with, with a felony? Where is he going to go get a job? Where? And a referral to the feds, by the way. This is a, a state charge and a referral to the feds. Where is he going to go get a job? He's got a baby on the way just bought a new house, been with, the, with that company for seven years. So I've walked them through this process. So I'm not telling you that it doesn't exist, that, that, that there aren't problems that exist where the, the school to prison pipeline, the ones that they miss, they want to drag back into that environment. But what I am telling you is that they built a system, they built a system inside of the, the, the apparatus for liberals, for the Democrat Party that makes everyone a slave, and then blames it on people that are, you can't see within a hundred miles. There are no conservatives that, that hang out in Chicago, trying to figure out evil ways to hand illegal weapons to people so they can go out and kill six-month-old babies in the backseat of cars in a firefight. That doesn't exist. But they walk around and they say that it is the, the, that the people, that you, the extremists that you have to worry about, they're Republicans. And so I spend an enormous amount of time in places where I don't need to talk. I mean, I talk to you guys, and every now and then I pick off another person because we're everywhere. We're on FM stations. We're broadcast across. I don't even know what stations we're on now. I had to sign some form that says, "What freely broadcast it." I don't care. Give, give up. Just put it out there. Put the message out there. But every day, I know that I get to red pill at least one person. Man, this guy's an extremist. That's what they say. They lie. People like Eli Bremer. yeah, e- Eli Bremer, the the swimmer. You know, you are like OK Boomer. I'm gonna be like OK Swimmer. He's the <laughs> guy that ran for Senate, who was in the Olympics for swimming and equestrian jumping. Yeah, who says it in his all of his stuff that you know he knows what happened in the election. It's a free and fair election. Part of the Rhino class. He's part. He's part of basically the the establishment radical left that has now infiltrated the Republican Party. But I sit down and I talk to people that frankly disagree with me. My greatest challenge is how do I get them to see that what's good is not bad and what's bad is not good? How do I do that? I had that conversation just last night. And I, and I, and I talked about my own flaws while talking about what it is other people need to do in order to secure our nation. Independence Day is not, it's not, just a, it's not just a day. It's not where you just go eat bratwurst and drink beer and run around in short shorts that are made out of uh, the, the pattern of an American flag. That's not what it's about. It's about celebrating this nation. And you can't argue with the fact that this nation has been blessed immensely by God by being born on the foundations of God. Look at every other nation. I've been to 65 other countries. They don't have a foundation of God. Every single country that does not have a foundation of God is literally withering and decaying into nothing. Look at the UK. It's unbelievable what's happening in the UK. Unbelievable. And if you don't know, go, go hang out there. You have, a, you have a pretty good chance if you're in the inner city of London of uh, being stabbed or robbed or mugged. It's crazy. It is craziness. So much so that they have special announcements of places not to hang out, hot spots, places not to go. And yet, somewhere along the line, that's what we want our country to become. I mean, a place where you just... Have open borders and people can come in with impunity and hurt us. See, just a few years ago, people believed in the the idea of American exceptionalism. Even before President Trump, people were proud to be an American. Well, this this weekend um, on Saturday, I went to Bandamere Speedway. Which if you've never been to Bandamere, that's where Mile High Nationals or you know drag racing is is. And I was there. And there's 15,000 people in the people in the stands, 15,000 people, and we're watching the fireworks, and then a chant breaks out, and I was like, "These are my people," and the chant was simple: USA, 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 and it went on for five minutes. And that was just after John Bandamere was, I happened to be able to get onto the actual tarmac, so I'm standing literally on the raceway. Um, and he prayed first. Now, I will tell you that right after that, when the fireworks precluded, or, uh, concluded, um, they also chanted, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Still my people, by the way. Still definitely my people. But you saw this ama- you saw this amazing thing happen there. And that is people, every single person's mouth was U.S.A. That's American exceptionalism. That is a thing that makes me believe that we can save our nation very easily. We're not lost. We're just quiet. We haven't yet realized that our voice, these hands that built this nation, those are the things that will save this nation. It doesn't matter if you, and and so I tell people all the time, go out and become an ambassador of truth, but no better day to do that than on Independence Day. It doesn't mean you have to scream in their face, but the person that says, no, F, 4th of July, and establishes or adapts this thing that they call an embarrassment of the United States, you just ask them simple questions like this, did you serve? Did you lose anyone? Did you walk side by side with anyone in loss? Was, was any of your family blood shed? Did you individually sacrifice anything to even be able to mention the words that this country is an embarrassment? Have you stood up and sacrificed anything? Oh, you haven't? All right, well, why don't you go do that and then you come back and talk to me. See, these people are not Americans. We are the Americans. We just haven't learned how to use our voice—not very effectively, anyway. So yesterday, somebody sent me a a because I always talk about getting in the gap, right? And Mr. Producer, I told you I'd send you this this song. It's two and a half minutes, but I think that uh, I I think you'll you'll want to hear it because he sent me and said, "Hey Joe, you need to hear this. This is pretty awesome." Um, let me see if I can push it over here real quick to you. Here we go. It's only three minutes long, and it's a song by someone. <laughs> did you get did it get to you yet, Mr. Producer? Not no, it, it's coming in. I, I wanna I wanna play this, but let's first uh, let's put up the prophetic words about standing in the gap. It looks like you already had it. Let's put it up there. The the song, prophetic words about standing in the gap. It's it's in the uh, drive. Let's go ahead and play that. I need to do a quick read for one of our sponsors. Um, this podcast brought to you by IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like somebody's always watching you on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. We've talked a lot about IP Vanish. They've been a, par- a partner of the show for quite some time now. But IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you stream media. Um, you can use IPVanish on unlimited devices at the same time without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones. Um, its and, and for our listeners, they're, they're offering an incredible 70% off your yearly plan to our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, you're instantly protected. I will tell you that there are some apps that you have to turn off. If you're using like ring apps or things like that, you have to turn it off in order to actually access it because it has to have a localized IP address. But um, that's just something you just learn when you get it, but you, you get to keep them from getting access to most of your information. Uh, those apps just need it to make it necessary to validate who you are. Uh, so go to ipvanishcom slash daily, use promo code daily, you do have to use the slash daily. So ipvanishcom slash daily, use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. You got it? By the way, we have a skeleton crew today at the office, so we're trying to do Apollo is trying to do the work of everyone. Well, Apollo wants to. Got it?
1: Uh hold on one second. I gotta find it.
0: I looked, I made him go to two different places. All right. Say yes. Say when. You guys are gonna want to hear this. And if you don't like rap music, just you'll like this because you can actually hear every word. I think. Do you have it yet? It's in the thing that you sent me. It's rare breed. Is the is the uh, artist?
1: Yeah, no, I'm not finding the file. That's all. I got it now. Hold on.
0: You got it? Can I say we play it now?
1: <laughs> ten seconds. Ten seconds. We're gonna. Oh play my it. gosh!
0: This is crazy. What is happening to you? You're crushing my soul. You're usually on top of it. You're behind a little bit right now. It's uh, everyone get everyone say it's Apollo. Okay, I got it. I got it. All right, let's play it. Yeah, everyone say Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> this is an amazing song. Turn it up a little bit. You guys listen to the words. Close your eyes.
4: If you know somebody out there down and out, they need your praying for them more than ever now. Stand in the gap and bend those demons to the ground. Hey, right now. Just let me roll Louisiana, this is bigger than a stage Broken people at the altar, I saw God inside that place A woman came up to me shaking, tears are running down her face As she's telling me a story, I can hear and feel the pain She said her sister was addicted, she's been slipping off the track Down to 67 pounds, had that monkey on the back Every day I'm down here praying, but I feel I'm losing faith I feel that one day I wake up and they gon' tell me it's too late I just don't know what else to say I don't know what else to do, help us Lord, in the V Hear our cries and see us through, I can tell you there's a reason that you're standing in the gap for that person. Hit your knees. It's time to pray on their behalf right now. If you know somebody out there, down and out. They need you praying for them more than ever now. Stand in the gap and pin those demons to the ground. The side. said he never been the same from on the day his brother died It left the hole inside my soul as he was trying not to cry felt the anger boiling over that was bottled up inside i just could never understand it i can't fathom why he do it but i trust him anyway i know that'll get me through it i've been stuck in deep depression contemplating suicide but i know god has a purpose i'm not finishing this life i put my hand on top his shoulder i'ma stand with you and fight we gon' overcome together this right here gonna be tonight i can tell y'all there's a reason that we're standing in the gap for that person hit your me It's time to pray on their behalf, right now If you know somebody out there down and out They need you praying for them more than ever now Stand in the gap and pin those demons to the ground Hey, right now, right now If you know somebody out there needing help Don't give up on them when they give up on themselves Stand in the gap and send those demons back to hell
0: All right, so I, I want you guys to know that, uh, number one, I, I reached out to, um, to him to see if I could use his song for our, for our intro, because <laughs> I love it. It talks about getting in the gap. It, it talks about sending the demons back to hell. But now I want to take a few minutes. I want to tell you that every single day, I'm reminded why we need to be in the gap. You know, it was, I always talked about being in the gap, and they said, oh, it's because you want to incite violence. And, and the left and the right, uh, the, you know, the convergence of the two wings touching, they came out and said, oh, Joe calls for uh, basically hanging his own, uh, anyone that opposes him. That's not what I said. So, so let me be clear again. They won't ever, ever print this, by the way, because the radical left and the rhino liars, because they're all liars, all they care about is power. All they care about is greed. I said that if you are a treasonous traitor, if you betray the people in this country, you should hang. Now, I also said if you don't like it, now part of it I was joking about, right? We had a little skit going. Mr. Producer, remember the skit? I went to Home Depot this weekend. I had to go buy some wood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that went right? over
0: well, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, part of it was being funny because I believe humor heals the heart, Right? And, and frankly, we, we have to we have to heal. We have to heal as we we have this pain. But the other part, the part where it's actually it, it's written as law that if you are if you if you if you commit treason, you are put to death. That is that is the punishment for the crime. And so, if you don't like the fact that I call for those that have hurt other people, that they that they should face the consequences, then change the change the consequence. But until you do that, that's the consequence. So there was no, hey, these are my opponents. See, I don't see them as opponents. I see them as demons. I see them as absolute, 100% effluvium. I see them as people that would literally sacrifice their own grandmother, their own child for power, for greed. And they've done so. They, they, they've sacrificed the children in this country for their own selfish agendas. But I want to take you back to what this day really means. And, you know, I've talked about what it means to me. You know, being born in this country is, is a huge blessing. You know, there's eight, seven and a half billion people in the world. They talk about the liberal world order. They've, they're actually murdering people and then saying nothing to see here. These are evil, evil people. But Independence Day stands for something. There's something that it stands for. It doesn't stand for stolen elections. It doesn't stand for manipulated machines that are designed to steal your voice. It doesn't stand for mail-in ballots that have no sort of transparency and no ability to track them through the system. It doesn't mean any of that. It commemorates the signing of the Declaration of Independence on July 4, 1776. Many of us actually don't even understand the history behind what it means, 1776. So if you want to save this nation, you gotta go back three years before that to 1773. And actually years before that, as a smoldering happened in our nation. But let me read something to you. Because when I tell you that they, they created a foundation in this country based on the principles of God, that's why they want to strip us away from the 4th of July. It's not because, it's not because they don't want to create a new meaning, because they do. But they want you to hate your nation. They want you to hate the founding. They want to guilt you in to falling down a path of maybe that's true. That's why they say it over and over and over again. But let me read this to you. And I think you'll understand. This is the Declaration of Independence. At least the front part of it. And they started it on the foundation of God. The unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's, and nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes for which impel them to the separation. This is separating them from Britain. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and they are endowed by their creator with certain inali- unalienable rights. And among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, derived their just power from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness, prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind is more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms by which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and uh, usurpations pursued invariably in the same object invinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism. It is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for the future security. Such has been patient sufferance, sufferance of the colonies, and now and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their form systems of government. The history of the present King of, Brit- of Great Britain is a history of repeating injuries and usurpations all having to direct object, the establishment of an absolute tyranny over the states. To provide this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. And he goes through and they write out all of the things that have been done to the people. And many of you have never read the Declaration of Independence. And sorry, my, my screen literally has this shaded area at the bottom. And I got these new glasses that are the progressives. <laughs> I can't even say that out loud. you we gotta find another word for that. I gotta find another word for it. Gradients, whatever. So it, it, it's not that I couldn't read. I just I couldn't read. I went to inner city school, obviously. I think. Just kidding. <laughs> um, and it goes through and writes out things inside the Declaration of Independence. I mean, how many of you guys knew that they they talk about the facts of why they threw out Britain? Why we would throw out our current leadership in our country. Why the doctrine of the lesser magistrates stands to give power back to the people. Why it, is, it goes back in time and it tells, it foretells what we should be doing. When President Trump stood on the steps and was, uh, went through inauguration and was put into office, he said that uh, it's not a, a transition of power, it's a transition back to the people, the power back to the people. He was talking about things to come. But if you read some of the things that were done by Britain, by that regime, it mirrors what's happening to us today. So let's, one of the things is for imposing taxes on us without our consent. How many times is that done? How many times are they putting taxes on us without our consent? The consent of the governed. For suspending our own legislators. I mean, for advocating government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. What have they done to us? Are, are we so foolish as not to realize that the 4th of July is a declaration of our independence? So I would ask each of you, do you feel free? Do you plan on having a declaration of your independence? Are you willing to stand shoulder to shoulder with your fellow Americans and stand against the tyrannical and liars that are trying to convince people in this country and go after our most precious possession, our children? Are you willing to walk in and say, take your pride flags down. The only flag that hangs in this school is an American flag and we don't do gender fluidity or critical race theory we do math and english and science are you willing to abolish unions are you I said it abolish unions they stand for nothing but themselves they are the cabal of cabals that walk around with their with their tentacles and everything that they touch are we willing to put are we willing to, to declare independence from big pharma and stop them from Poisoning our children with vaccines that are causing autism at a rate of 1 in 20. Are you willing to stand up at any point and say, I want my independence from a government that literally is lying and destroying the very fiber, decaying the very fiber of what our country stood for? I just want to know if you're willing to declare that independence. Otherwise, it's just a day to eat burgers and hot dogs. Are we at the same place that they were back in 1776 for cutting off trade with all parts of the world? I mean, I can, I can go through some of the other thing. It is unbelievable how parallel we are right now only the, the thing that is holding us down that is oppressing us is not Britain. It's that world order, that new world order, that liberal world order. And it doesn't represent the masses, it represents the minority. Imagine what would have happened in World War II if the 25 million or 30 million people that were executed, killed, and that's probably a conservative estimate, would have stood up all at once. How many would have been saved? How many people would have been saved if we stood up at the same time and said you're going to give every single one that goes to the hospital ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and this set of of remedies before you start putting vaccinations in people? How many people would have been saved? How many people did you lose as a result of it? And by the way, the side effects are zero. But instead... We allow this illegitimate regime and the cabal that represents itself, including Big Pharma, including these illegal tyrants that are anti-American, we let those people dictate to us what it is we should be doing, what it is we should be saying, what it is that we should be what we should be living our lives for and with. if you don't understand the significance of the Declaration of Independence, go read the Declaration of Independence. If you don't understand the significance of the 4th of July, I would... I mean, be honest with yourself. Be honest. How many of you... How many of you do not understand what the 4th of July signifies? It's not sales. It's not the day to go buy a car. That's not the day. It's It's not the day to go buy... You know, uh, I, I don't know, furniture. I mean, I, I, you could argue it's a day to go buy guns. I would recommend it. It's not, or to buy ammo. I would say that both of those things are great things. <laughs> Actually, I would, I would tell you to go do those things. That's pretty American. It's guaranteed by the Constitution. But the Declaration of Independence is, it's not a small document. It's not shallow in substance. But how many of our kids actually don't even know what is in the Declaration of Independence? They don't know what's in it. They don't know the why. They don't know history. They just have people that walk around and decay basic decency and then say that it's conservatives that are doing it. Conservatives means to conserve, to protect. That's truth. So I'm calling on every one of you to go read the Declaration of Independence and tell me if this isn't the time that we have to declare independence again. I think we're there. I think we are. We are there. Who do we have on the call, Mr. Producer?
1: We have Deborah. I believe she's here in in Colorado.
0: Oh, let's put Deborah on the phone. Deborah, welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, Deborah, welcome to the show. You're on. You're live.
5: Why is it that every show, and I understand you're wanting to get in the gap and make a difference, but, for example, the primary was just held and Tina Peters was knocked out. Okay. And we know that's a lie. Right, we do. We know We know it's a lie.
0: We, we absolutely know but it's a lie. But here
5: we are. They're doing it to us again and we're sitting down for
0: it. Nope. Now actually, hold on, that's not a true statement. And and I get out there and I call for I'm not sitting down. And you don't have to sit down. Right? But we, we're we're organizing all over the state. We're we're doing the the lawfare part that we have to do. And now we're organizing people to stand up and, and say we're not gonna use the machines again. We have a plan. It just you can't launch a plan in one day. Right? Okay.
5: I, I I don't know. I'm just tore up. I, I, I don't understand it, how they can just keep doing this over and over and over, and there's not a complete uprising.
0: Well, I mean, in order to uprise, you have to have people that are leaders that stand in the middle and say, this is how we uprise. So that's what we're. You know, we're all in shock. I mean, Deborah, w- would you thought that two years ago that this would be where our country is today? No. Okay. So, so and we're st- we're still in shock. I we're thank
5: still- God every day. My dad is not alive to see this.
0: Did you serve? Yes. So, do you are you called? This is a, going to be a tough question. Do you feel like you're called to step in the gap and do something um, because of the sacrifice that your dad and and his and the people he stood next to were standing in the gap for so long? I I
5: try to do everything that I can do. As okay. far as spreading information, communicating, opening the doors.
0: Okay. So, are you are you volunteering, tearing at organizations, and and uh, connecting people and bringing them into small groups, or getting a part and becoming a part of a small group, or a big group for that matter? Yes. Okay.
5: Trying to.
0: All right. Well, I think that's where it starts. Right we have to We have to give up our time. More than anything else, give up our time, sacrifice that. That'll lead to larger sacrifices, obviously. But if we're standing together as, as people, there's a lot more we can get done together. And I think that, you know, the, the, there's only so much that I can do or Tucker can do or Seth or there's only so much we can do without a plan. So now we have a plan where we've got all these different groups and we get those groups to stand up together and we connect those with intermediaries. And then we go do the things where we solve the problem. We say, okay, here's the problem, here's the solution. Solution is we get rid of the voting machines. All right, how do we do that? Well, each group and intermediary have to decide that. They are deathly afraid of you, Deborah. They're afraid of you. Not afraid of you independently.
5: Well, go ahead. I, I'm not going to lie, I'm scared to death. I have watched incessantly for almost two years, and David Clements has done everything he could do, and they slapped him in a week. What he accomplished in two years, they slapped down in a week.
0: Yep. They did. And did you hear why? Yes. Because they threatened to remove them from office and to prosecute them with a felony.
5: Uh, I understand that, and that's how easy they can do things. Just snap their finger, and I, I, I don't know. I'm side
0: myself. I don't know. Okay. Well, hold on a second. Let's let's. We got to work the problem. So this is a great call because this this is the this this by the way is the type of conversation I have with hundreds of people every month, hundreds, if not thousands, but let's say hundreds. We, we look at it as a impediment we look at it as they put up an obstacle of nothing we can do we throw our hands up and like let's just go back to just living our life till we die and you talk about fear I think that the the fear is what am I gonna be, what are you what are you gonna have to give up Deborah do you have kids
5: grandkids You have and grandkids kids, Yes.
0: so what's your biggest fear I I, I mean what's your, what's your biggest fear is it for you
5: My biggest fear is that they're going to inoculate my child and my grandchildren.
0: Okay. So how do you stop that from happening?
5: I I agree with Get In The Gap, and I agree mm-hmm. with buy Them At A Local, but I don't understand why they are... Constantly knocking us down, knocking us down in this process. I won't be alive to help anymore.
0: Okay. So you're not in fear for your life. Right?
5: Not my life because I know what my standards are and what I will and will not do.
0: So th- this becomes the hardest part about getting people to understand what standing in the gap is. Standing in the gap, by the way, is not s- literally standing. It's doing. Right. It's doing. It, it, is, it is literally becoming a tireless mouthpiece for truth. It is literally... We're in war. This is warfare. It doesn't mean that you have to commit violence. You just have to get people to say, okay, we have to get rid of the machines. And you have to go get not 10 people or 20 people or 50 people, but we have to have 2,000 people in every area and stand together with those 2,000 people. And then we have to get leaders in the, to those 2,000 people that adhere to the ethos of what they do to one of us, they do to all of us. And we ignore, by the way, detractors. Anybody that walks into a group, anybody that walks into a group and starts saying, I don't like Sally, and I don't like John, and I don't like this person, I don't like, and that's not a real conservative. They're out. The second they do yeah, that, that, they're out.
5: that just is so irritating.
0: Yeah, and it happens all over the place because these are people that are hired by the left to do this. These are really bad people. Now, are there people that have a voice that shouldn't? Yes. 100%. Are there people that stand up and, and say that they're the God's gift and they have the answers and they know how the election was stolen and blah, 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 blah? Yep. Yep. They, those, those people exist, too. A lot of them actually exist. But we have to develop an ethos that we don't violate. And that ethos is simple. What you do to one of us, you do to all of us. And that's our mission right there. We know that the reason why we're dealing with what we're dealing with today is because of stolen elections. And and Deborah, is there another reason why we're facing this? Is there another reason you can think of that would cause all the things we're dealing with to happen other than stolen the voice, your your voice being stolen?
5: We turn our back
0: on God? Yes. Yes. So we bring God back into the in the fold. Look, we have to be unapologetic over the fact that we want to save our nation. I don't care what they say about me. I could care less. You have to care less what they say about you. Less. Less than less. And the second that somebody comes in front of you and says, we can't talk to Bobby because Bobby is, you know, I don't trust him. Well, I don't trust you. Now get out that's what how many times have I done that uh, mr producer how many times have I done that uh, I've seen it at least a dozen times yeah get out and it it, it always manifests itself always into them joining uh, you know uh, joining the uh, Rhino class always because that's what they were to begin with charity <laughs> I just named someone no one else knows who it is except for those that are local but Deborah, I'm I'm, I'm going to encourage you for a minute. If you see the problem, I need you to ignore the fact that there are obstacles in front of you that are stopping us from being successful. I need you to find ways to walk around those and think outside the box. I also need. Have you read the book, The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates?
5: No, I have not, but I have watched you recite it.
0: Okay, I need. That's not good enough. I need you to read it. I need you to read it because okay. I need you to read it because how can you lead if you don't understand the biblical standards of how that applies? You can't just trust my words. You can't trust my words. You have to validate what I'm saying. This true. I mean, I always say trust but verify. Trust but verify. Trust but verify. And I continually say that. But if you're not willing to do the hard work, Deborah, then you can't see truth. You can't see the full impact of what could happen. And that means you can't go out there and talk about it the same way. You can say, oh, the doctrine of the lesser magistrates. But until you understand it, you understand the impact of us becoming the lesser magistrates, of us declaring our independence, of us seeing that the 4th of July is not just about hot dogs and hamburgers, And it's not even just about the sacrifice that came before us. It is the ideal, the principles of our nation. That is what this day stands for. All the good, all the bad. We have to own all of it. And we have that in our history. We have bad. I mean, People in my family, (laughs) they were lynched. You have to read the book. And when I tell people to read the book and they're like, yeah, I'll get to it. And I said the same thing when it was sent to me. And I, God was on my heart. God's never given me a burning bush moment. I've never had a moment where the bush was right in front of me and it was on fire. And, and he was like, Joe, I just want you to know that I'm right here. But he is right there. Do you have a
5: website I can buy it on instead of Amazon?
0: Yeah, actually, stay on here, Mr. Producer. Give her the um, link to it. You don't even have to pay for it. I'll give it to you. Right? Okay. How do I send it? I'm not,
1: I can't read that link out.
0: You can't? Well, just get, Can take, she email take, me. Take Deborah off and then just uh, get her email and then send it to her that way. Okay. All right. Deborah, thanks Thank for the call. Thank you. God bless you.
5: You too.
0: You know, I. everyone says, Joe, you make things so simple. <laughs> you make it seem easy, like getting in the gap, it's so easy. You know, when I, was in, when I was in business business, when I was a tech CEO, people always said that about me. They always said it. They're like, Joe, I'll, I'll tell you that we got this problem, this problem, this problem. And I'll be like, uh, okay, put it on the board, whiteboard. <laughs> okay, and I'll do these lines. And they're staring at me. And I'm like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to bypass all of this. And here we're going to build this. And here's going to be the outcome. Now, let's validate that mathematically make sure that that works. But here's how we get past all that. And, and many times they would say, how in the world did you come up with that? You made it seem easy. And, and the, the, the more successful our business got, because I had an ethos at our company. If you don't win, we don't win. If you don't eat, we don't eat. And so when we went in to take care of our clients, that was the ethos. If a client was failing, we were failing. And that ethos grew inside the organization to the point where, frankly, people would react They'd be able to see what the tech, see what the technology was telling us, see what the pathway was telling us, and say, "You're about to fail." And people would go, "No, I'm not. I'm doing great." No, you're you're you have a 0.2 percent regression, negative regression in this environment, in this environment, in this environment, which shows me that the message is not, it's not, it, it's not resonating with people. And sometimes they would fight that, and it would go down, and we be like, "See, he told you." And they're like, "We're a believer." I <laughs> would go back, we'd build it, we'd fix it and all of a sudden they're back on the right track but people used to come to me all the time and say, you're so lucky oh man how do, you know, how do I do what you do I said, work hard solve problems, don't see obstacles as obstacles. walk around them and if you have to knock down an obstacle or two, do that and always win and fail forward like I always had all this stuff and people were like, it's so, you make it seem so easy no, it's actually really hard but then again, show me hard. People would say that to me. It's so hard, Joe. And I was like, show me hard. And they're like, what? Yeah, show me what. Show me hard. I want to see it. Is it? Is it next to you or something? Show me what it looks like. What is hard? Well, you know, hard. <laughs> and I'm like, show me hard, Mr. Producer. How many times have I done that to you? I yeah, uh, three four times. And I make you change it to okay. It's difficult. All right. I'll I'll go with that. It's difficult. What, where we're at right now is difficult. Where we're at in our, our country's history is difficult. It's not impossible. It's not hard. It's difficult. It's like lifting weights. You haven't lifted weights for a while? Time to start lifting weights. You haven't stood in the gap, Stand in the gap. You haven't used your, you know, what's it called? Your mouth? I was going to use another word for it and I decided not to. You haven't used your mouth very much. You haven't articulated things. You haven't spoken up. You haven't exercised your First Amendment right. Better start doing it. Well, they're going to try and slow us down. Oh, Why? Become an ambassador for truth. And you would say, Joe, I don't have your audience. And I would tell you, so what? So what? There's a book that Kevin Hart wrote. That people would show up, there'd be like 10 people show up. And he went all over the country to talk to 10 people in a room when he was a, he was a comedian. I love this book. I don't really like many of his movies cause, or his comedy stand-ups because they're so vulgar. And I just I have no need for it. But I like, the, I like the perseverance of him as a person. The fact that he does have a connection with God. I just think he, he's a bad example in certain ways. He could clean it up quite a bit. But that's my, story, my, my recommendation to you, Kevin Hart. People are listening to you. Because you overcame things and you push obstacles aside and you just concentrate on mission. You're you're actually a really good example. But but my point in all of that is that y- you just you talk you talk to ten people till it's twenty people, you talk to twenty people till it's fifty people, you talk to fifty people till it's hundred people, and you'll validate that along the way. Just be authentic and speak truth, not your truth. I don't give a crap what you think your truth is. It's only one truth: right, wrong, good, bad, right? And it shouldn't be subjective. It's not like, oh, there's this is gray area, Joe. No, there isn't. It's a light switch. Do the right thing, don't do the right thing. Well, you know, it's, it's a little, maybe I don't believe everything that, then don't believe this in the same way. That it doesn't make it true or not true. But if you're not willing to do all the hard research and hard work, then you're never going to get to the point where you have the ability to exercise your freedoms. If things are hard, life is difficult. Never hard, it's difficult. And Independence Day was a declaration of independence. It was adopted by Congress. And in that shows everything that we, it's a blueprint, just like the doctrine of lesser magistrates, these people have betrayed us. It is a blueprint for what we can do in our nation to throw off the tyrants. Throw off the liars. Stop the people from propagating false information and then calling us misinformation and disinformation. We're not misinformation and disinformation. They are. They are the liars. They are the liars. They are the liars. They are the liars. I can do the same thing, can't I? I can say it over and over and over again. And I do. Become an ambassador for truth. Okay. So, homework assignment for all of you. One... Let's, let's put that, by the way, let's put up the picture, by the way, that Jake put up of the family, how a Sp- Spanish family celebrates America when they all got together. It's a conservative daily show if you can put that up. You see that? Let's go ahead and put it up. This is Independence Day. And if, for those of you on the audio version, it is everything that is a U.S. flag. And a potluck, it looks like, of jambalaya. With crawdads, is that crawdads? It's like crawdads. I think it is. Looks ridiculous. Yeah, yep. I like those that. Definitely crawdads. I like that celebration. Oh, those are shrimps. Those are shrimps. Sorry, those are the full body shrimps. Let's listen. Kiss your family. Kiss your friends. Kiss your friends. Kiss some of your friends. Girlfriends, boyfriends. <laughs> those type of friends. Don't just walk up and start kissing people on the mouth. They might think something's wrong with you. But I I want you to appreciate what today is. I want you to take away truth. I want you to spend five minutes, 10 minutes. This is a homework assignment on this day. I'm here at the office. It is nearly 1130. I have two more interviews that I have to do today. Um, Take a little bit of truth. If you go to a barbecue, I want you to ask the question, do you know what? Independence Day is. Make people answer the question. Yeah, so do we celebrate our independence? No. We celebrate independence how? What happened on this day? And you will be surprised how many people won't be able to answer the question. It was on this day, July 4th, 1776, that the Declaration of Independence was signed. And then talk about the Declaration of Independence. Show them what's in it. And your liberal friends will be, or your liberal friends that are there, they'll be like "Ah, ah, ah, ah," And say, listen, let's talk about what happened. Obstructing the administration of justice. This is what they did. Walk through all the things that they did. Has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. The same thing is happening today, people. It's happening. Right now. Before your eyes. You have to speak up. And you have to become an ambassador of truth. And not just the truth of what's next. We decide what that is. And then you have to stand together as one. And then Elvis just said, or even ask independence from who or what. Too many do not know how true how, no truer words can you can you say see freedom is an ambiguous term so you're free to walk down the street you're free to go to the store you're free to go to work and give up 52 cents on every dollar to the government to send it overseas to some foreign entity or to give it to pharma companies by the billions while making it impossible for you to get basics. See, freedom is a word that should, you should feel freedom. You should feel that you're free. You should feel protected. You should feel ethical and moral ethos if it's around you. In my neighborhood, I have it because I'm more free than you are. If you're in a Democrat controlled environment, I'm more free. I'm less likely to be a victim. I'm more likely to have opportunity for my children until I'm not. But the corporatism that we've built, where they can stand as a fifth arm of government, where they can impede on the will of the people by forcing propaganda down your throat, that's not freedom. That's tyranny. And you should notice the difference. But I think that you'll find that if you go out there and you start asking questions about the Independence Day, That many of your fellow Americans, even the ones that are standing up saying, I want to be free, the 4th of July, they don't understand the fundamentals of what the 4th of July represents. We've turned it into a sale day, not a day of celebration that, by the way, looks back in order to be able to look forward. Hey, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to pray for all of you, if that's okay. I'm going to pray that you have the courage, the stamina, that, that, that you have the free will as men and women to stand up, to say the right thing, to do the right thing, to be willing to sacrifice. It doesn't matter what, what my sacrifice is, very personal. It's very personal. And, and I'm not even telling you that it's going to end well for me. But it will. In this life or the next. I know where I'm going after this life. And I just want God to say to me, well done. I, that's, that's the words that I want to hear. That all the sacrifice you made was worth it. So I'm going to pray for all of you to become leaders, intermediaries, humble. Submit when you need to, lead when you should. And it's a hard thing to learn. Be authentic. Tell the truth. Stand shoulder to shoulder. Push out any of those people that would say, can't trust any of these people, they're just terrible. They get to go. And then we stand as one. One nation under God. These people are not under God. They're under Satan. There's two umbrellas. you got to pick the umbrella, pick the camp, and then get in the fight. And I don't really care if you have to give up your job. You can say, well, it's easy for you to say, is it? I used to have lots of toys. I don't have many toys anymore. You say, oh, Joe, is that how you measure it is on toys? No. No, I measure on what I'm willing to give up, which is everything. And I'm not asking you to give up everything. I'm asking you to get in the gap and do the things that are necessary to preserve our nation. So let's pray together. Father God, we are so grateful for the sacrifice nearly 250 years ago. The, the sacrifice of those people that had the forethought, that had the, your inspiration to write, to enact the Declaration of Independence. We're so grateful for the sacrifice for 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 this nation so that we could have this nation under God. We are grateful for that 100-year-old man, that World War II veteran. We're grateful for his words, his insight, his wisdom. We are grateful for his insight in telling us to look towards the grass and the flowers, to look at the innate beauty of this world, to cast out those that would call us something that we're not. Father God, we are, we are grateful and we are thankful for the opportunity that we've been given. And we are grateful for the opportunity that we'll have in the future if we fight for those opportunities for our children, grandchildren, and future generations. Father, please be with us and put a hedge of protection around our hearts and minds. Help us with courage. Help us with stamina. Help us with pushing out all of those feelings that would stop us from acting and interacting with each other. Father, help us that we may stand next to our fellow Americans, Democrat, Republican, Independent, Liberal, Conservative, that we may stand together with one ideal. We've seen some amazing things happen on the the Health Freedom Movement and the Patriot Movement coming together and creating synergies, Father, and it's not that we all agree on everything, but help us to set aside our petty differences or even some differences that we may not agree align with our ideals, but that that the American ideal may be the mission, the focus that we keep ourselves focused on. And we can have the conversations about other things. But right now, we must stand together, Father. So I would ask you to help us stand together. We may stand together in the greater good of protecting all of this nation. Making hard choices. Instilling consequences for those that have betrayed us as people. Father, help us that we may heal our hearts, mend fences, and have Difficult conversations with those around us that may result in us walking towards the same mission. Father, please guard our nation, guard our nation, guard our hearts, and give us the give us the, the stamina and the, the strength to understand where we need to go. And even when we're hungry and we're thirsty, and even when it sees see, it seems as if things are pushed against us and that it, it almost seems hopeless that we have you standing behind us or even carrying us through those difficult times. Father, I I have this ethos that that if, if you want to bless, I would ask that you just put it on the hearts of those men and women, and that is what they do to one of us, they do to all of us. Help us when we stand together in peace, but recognizing that strength is in the ability to protect each other unselfishly. For that is what has happened for for generations before us and that is what has forged our nation and the blood that has been spilled to protect these freedoms that we are losing today. Father, please help to expose the evil of people like Gavin Newsom who stands up and lies about what freedom is. And protect our children, Father. Help to get them back to a place where they can understand the basics of what will give them opportunity. Number one, the foundation of you. Number two, math, English, science, and all the things that they will need, the skills that they will need in order to be successful in the work that they do of this world without forgetting the part that you have played in all of our lives, Father. I ask for all of these things, Father, and I know that it's a lot. And I thank you for the opportunity to to be on this podcast and to serve you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, listen. Nobody said you were going to make it out of this world alive. Matter of fact, pretty sure you're not going to. (laughs) So embrace it. Love on your family. God bless you all. And I'll see you tomorrow.
1: If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive